Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. Marcial. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Soccer Sharp. Soccer! A soccer betting podcast. We don't call it football here. George, we're coming off of at least a winning show, 3-2 and two in the midweek here. Um, I'll take it after uh, what's been a really difficult season to cap. It has indeed, Dev, and that's why we've got a little spring in our step. You got a little more enthusiastic soccer from me here at the beginning because it's nice. To be back to winning ways, Dev. Let's look to keep it going here at the weekend. Right on, Jordan. Let's dive right into it. We got EPL plays. We've got one Syria and one Bundesliga for you guys. Like the old times, Jordan. We're not messing around with any of these other leagues. We're going with the bread and butter, the things we know. And we're starting with the EPL, which has a couple of really nice matchups. And the first one we're going to take a look at is Chelsea hosting Manchester United. This one is seeing Chelsea as home favorites of just a quarter goal, and the total is set at 2.5. Jordan, Chelsea failed to score in a nil-nil against Brentford in the midweek. Manchester United dispatched Tottenham in a 2-0 in their midweek game. And what do we think about these two traditional top four clubs coming together in South London? Dev, I'm looking forward to this one. Chelsea. Lost the XG battle in their last two matches despite beating Villa 2-0. Worrying signs a little bit after the the nice start that Graham Potter has had. And to be fair to him, a lot of injuries in that squad. Some some sneaky injuries, some quiet ones. uh, But it's really affecting the way he wants to play, I think. Man United, on the other hand, always having drama. More Cristiano Ronaldo drama. But look, on the pitch, we're starting to see... Eric Ten Hag's plans taking shape. We're starting to see that high pressure, high intensity. And boy, did they look good against Spurs, Dev. For me, Fred was man of the match. I think he might have been in reality as well. Boy, they looked good. Yeah, George, I saw an interesting stat. Um, When Lissandro Martinez and Rafael Varane have started, they've started together seven games this season. They've won all seven of those games, and they've kept five clean sheets. So, that defense looking pretty good. I mean, Tottenham barely sniffed goal in that game. To be fair, they also had some injuries. But I like this Manchester United team. I've always been a Ten Hag fan. Um, but look, they're traveling down to Chelsea now. And uh, 
like you said, Chelsea kind of banged up here, right? Uh, Reese James, I think, is just a big loss for them. It'll be a big loss for England in the World Cup as well. But they, I don't know, at home here, you think maybe they can get a goal off, but it just seems like in a game that's going to be really tight, that's going to be really important for a top four finish in the league this season, you think it's going to be close. And when you have a close game between two evenly matched teams, you just take the dog, right? Like you're getting part of a goal on this United team um, who seems to be in better form. Maybe they have a little bit of the drama, like you mentioned. Um, it seems like they're always having something, some kind of crazy drama there. But Chelsea, I they're having a hard time finding goals the same way it was under Thomas Tuchel. So I expect this to be a low scoring game, a tight game. And in that case, you always take the dog, right? Yeah, Dev. The, I mean, the unders trend has continued in the EPL uh, since last weekend where we, we tracked it that there had been one game that went over. Everything else went under. And uh, in this midweek round of fixtures, only two games went over. Everything else went under. So, uh, yeah, I, I lean under with this as well. And when you are leaning unders, you tend to side with two outcomes, right? If you can get two outcomes on your side in a low-scoring game, uh, you have a high likelihood of cashing. And yeah, Man United plus a goal, uh, plus a half a goal, even though they're on the road here, I have to say currently advantage United, right? And so you're kind of getting the team that's playing better on your side here. So this is one of those games where I might even sprinkle on a draw outright because I could totally see that, this being like a 1-1. But, you know, if I had to pick a team to nick it, I think I'd rather side with uh, Man U, and I'm getting them on the double chance. So that's the better way to play it. Maybe sprinkle on the draw, but I think you and I are just going to take Manchester United plus a half a goal. Yeah, so we're going to move that line from a quarter up to a half, make sure we get the full cash in the event of a, a draw. Uh, the double chance on I mean on either team, honestly, would be the better value. Like if Chelsea were getting the parts of a goal as well, I'd like that. But um, one thing I looked at that was an interesting prop, both teams to score. No, it's plus 117. Um, I saw it around and thereabouts. You know, we're just assuming both these teams are going to score. I just listed uh, United's defensive record. They've looked really, really good back there. Um, we know Chelsea are pretty stingy in the back. So I could see this being like a nil-nil or like a one-nil either direction. So yeah, uh, that might be something to take a look at as well. Yeah, absolutely. Next, we're going to move over to Manchester City hosting Brighton and Hove Albion. This one is seeing City as home favorites of two goals. Uh, minus two, I said that correctly. And the total is set at 3.25. George City did not play in the midweek this week. Uh, they were supposed to play against Arsenal. But that game uh, was postponed because Arsenal played in the Europa League anyway. Um, but what do we think about Brighton coming to the Etihad? Yeah, to have rested Man City here, the only team with any rest under their belt in the EPL, meaning they've also had a full week to sit and stew about that loss to Liverpool last weekend where I think they'll feel hard done by. They think they should have come away with something from that game. I'm inclined to agree with them, Dev, but they didn't. You could see their anger at the end. You know Pep was angry. Holland was angry with himself for not scoring. And I love when we get City in these spots, Dev, because they've got a home game here now. With that anger festering, I think they're going to come out of the blocks hot here, Dev, and uh, it's going to be trouble. 
for uh, Deserbi's Brighton here, who have had trouble scoring in their last couple of matches. It's not going to get any easier here at the Etihad. I want to be on City here, Dev. It just depends on how we want to play it. Yeah, I think you're right, Jordan. I mean, the minus two just seems like a lot. Um, even for City at home, it's just it's just a pretty big number. So it's like, how can we get City to win the game, but still create some value on the price? Um, Brighton, on the Brighton side of this, they, they've created a good amount of chances, right? They had over two expected goals against Brentford and Forest, uh, and they failed to score in both of those. So that tells me they're just in kind of bad form. They're not finishing chances. And if you think about their team, they don't really have that sort of clinical finisher. Danny Welbeck has looked really dangerous, but he's having a hard time just like getting shots off. And that's against Brentford and Forest. So they're, they're going to go up against Manchester City, the class of the league here. City's going to dominate possession in this game. Um, and then it's can they score and by how much? Uh, we looked at a number of ways to play this, right? We're looking at the total, but then we said, oh, we've been talking about how EPL games have gone under recently. So we don't want to play that. You could look at City's team total, which I think was two and a half. Yeah. But it's sort of the same argument there. Um, teams have just been lower scoring city have already advanced in the champions league so maybe they're not going to be in too much of a look ahead spot because they're playing that next week but they got this week off and pep was saying how his guys were tired going into that liverpool game because they've been playing so much he had rotated erling holland and de bruyne um and they lost that game in a really close one um so like you said they're going to be angry here and they got that rest they got a week off which i think is a huge advantage for them so why not just take the biggest swing we can here? You can get Man City win to nil at minus 108, minus 110. Um, it's it's not the best price for a win to nil. Like Brighton can't score, but we know City are going to win the game, right? We know they win. Can they keep a clean sheet? I feel like that's what you're betting on. And uh, that's what we're going to end up taking here. Manchester City win to nil, minus 110. Yeah, Jeff, I think it's, it's worth it. It's always a sweat when you take the win to nil, but... Look, we, we've got Brighton failing to score in their last two games against worse defenses than this. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good bet that they've had this whole week off on the training pitch to work on this match specifically. They'll keep it tight at the back. We know how good they are. Sometimes ball control and possession is part of defense. And when you have the ball, you're defending. So that's working in our favor as well here, Dev. Uh and I do think it's the safest way to play it, given that this could be a 2-0, and then you don't cash your city team totals, you don't cash your spread, you don't cash your over. Uh, this could cash, though. So even if it's a 1-0, we cash. Um, I like it, Dev. I think it's a really, it, it's a fair price, getting City to win a game at home and not having to do it by any number of goals. Yeah, and Brighton actually have failed to score in their last three games. Mm. Um, so that's... Uh... Nottingham Forest, Brentford, and Tottenham. Speaking of Tottenham, they've got a Sunday matchup here, and it's a really interesting one um, on paper, at least for me, and it's Tottenham Hotspur hosting Newcastle United. Uh, Tottenham are favored in this one by half a goal at home, and the total is set at 2.5. Um, George Tottenham just uh, lost 2-0 against Manchester City. We, uh, I'm sorry, Manchester United. We talked about that game a little bit, and Newcastle... Uh, also took care of business, winning to nil against who do they play against Everton in a one nil there. Um, I like this Newcastle team a lot, George. You know that we've talked about them a fair amount here, and I was a little bit surprised that you're getting that full double chance here for this team on the road. 
Yeah, Dev, we've talked about how the bookies are pretty kind to Spurs, especially when they're at home. And to be fair, they are a better team at home. Conte sets up slightly more negative uh, on the road. I mean, he's pretty negative all the time anyway, but when he's on the road, he's even more so. Uh, there's been a lot of talk that the reason that they're not playing with as much intensity as Conte sides usually do is because he's trying to factor in the World Cup, sort of the great unknown of this season and how it might impact the squad. So he's trying to conserve energy for the final push after the World Cup. Maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Spurs fans are getting a little antsy about how ugly the football looks. And, you know, it's hard to blame them. We've talked about on this show that Spurs have been getting results better than the play that they're showing on the pitch. And finally, that came to bite them against uh, Man U in the same way that it did when they faced Arsenal. Just they come up against these teams that have intensity and do press well and do play uh, fluid football, and they struggle, and they struggle badly. Uh, Newcastle are working their way into that conversation of being a team like that. So I think this could play out somewhat similarly. Uh, Newcastle's midfield really control these games, and they can play quickly, but they can also retain the ball. And it's going to be really tough for Spurs to do that quick counter thing that they like to do so well, uh, because this Newcastle midfield isn't going to fall for it. And we haven't even talked about their defense yet, Dev. Now, we talked about how Everton were the best defense in the EPL. That's changed. It's now Newcastle, Dev. So we're getting the best defense here against the Spurs side, who are going to try and play cage ball again, I'm pretty sure. I think it's likely this one goes under. But I agree with you, Dev. Same as we said with the, with the other game that we thought might go under. It's nice to get two possible outcomes on your side. Yeah, anytime you're looking at an under game, then you want to be able to get parts of a goal on your side. That's just, um, you know, that goes across all sports. But uh, yeah, Jordan, I, I'm a little surprised by this line. I think this should be closer to a quarter. I mean, to be fair, it's juice that way. It looks like it's probably moving that way. Um, although maybe, you know, Tottenham certainly a more public team than Newcastle. Maybe that changes come Sunday. But look, if, we're, if we think this is going to go under, then yeah, you have to take Newcastle getting that part of a goal. And this Newcastle side, according to their expected goal differential, are the best in the league on the road. So they have the best expected goal differential on the road, only behind Manchester City, I should say. Um, <laughs> but uh, few are going to be better than City in any of these categories. But look, this Newcastle team, they're really, really good. They're really solid at the back. They're solid through the midfield. I wonder about their finishing a little bit. Um, they also, you know, they have Callum Wilson up there and Miguel Almiron. Uh, Almiron has been putting through goals. I think he has like seven goals in 11 or something like that. Really good record there. But uh, yeah, this is a good test for them. Going to Tottenham Hotspur, are Tottenham going to get some of their attacking talent back? Because they looked dreadful against United. They just couldn't create anything in that game. Um, they're missing Kulisevsky and uh, Richarlison had an injury. There's rumors that Kulisevsky could be back. But that still doesn't take me off the value you're getting with this plus a half a goal. Newcastle on the double chance, minus 120, minus 125, maybe somewhere in there. Uh, that's a fair price for me to get uh, a double chance of one of the best road teams in the league. Yeah, Dev, I think Kulisevsky is very important to this attack. And if he is back for this one, 
it will help their chances, but I agree that it still doesn't take me off the play. I still think the value is on Newcastle. And as you mentioned, the price possibly changing on the day of. If Kulisevsky plays, that could help our price here, and uh, you might want to look at it then. That's right, Jordan. Newcastle, no losses in their past six matches in a row. So uh, they're hot right now. I like that. But, uh, Jordan, that's going to cover all of our EPL matches. So we're going to move over to the Bundesliga. Yeah. We have one play for you guys. And um, we're taking a look at this Dortmund team. Borussia Dortmund hosting Stuttgart. This one is seeing Dortmund as uh, home favorites of a full goal. Minus one there. And the total is set at an even three. Jordan, I'm not going to lie. The uh, Bundesliga picks have been rough this season. It's been tough for a lot of cappers. It's a very variant league. Lots of um, goals or no goals. A lot of chances created, though, in this league. Expected goal and expected goals allowed are very uh, variant. Teams outperforming those numbers a lot. Um, and it's a weird season. You got Union Berlin at the top of the league, Munich in second. Um, but we're not taking a look at those teams, Jordan. We got Dortmund and Stuttgart. And this is an easy play for me. Stuttgart, very defensive team. They're going to set up and be hard to uh, break down. Dortmund have had trouble finishing this season after losing Erling Holland. That makes sense. They're trying to find their flow. They're trying to get it together. Um, so I like the under three here, Jordan. Under three goals. It's coming in at minus 115. Dortmunds have update upgraded their defense here and uh, have been in a lot better form defensively, not conceding a lot of goals this season. Um, let's take a look here. I wish I had some of these numbers more in front of me. George, do you want to say something so I can pull some things up? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that, you know, last time uh, we cashed a play or I guess it wasn't something official. It was something I played and mentioned in the Discord was uh, Union Berlin getting a quarter of a goal against Dortmund. And that game also went under. It was 2-0 to Union Berlin on two ridiculous giveaways pretty much from from Dortmund. The reason I bring it up, though, is even in that case where they were making mistakes and gifting goals, the game still went under because this is a different Dortmund than we're used to seeing. They are more organized and they aren't when they aren't absolutely gifting chances they aren't giving away too much so i think that that tracks here and we know that dortmund are better at home so they're more likely to control the game stuttgart i'm not as familiar with but i think the case you're making is that they also are going to try to play pragmatically especially on the road yeah that's exactly right and i think they look at a team like Union, who gets a result against Dortmund, they say, oh, that's the formula. Let's set up really defensively. Let's make us hard to score against. And then we can we can sting on the counter because um, that's going to be their best shot to win this game. If they try to if they try to go toe to toe with Dortmund, uh, it could get ugly for them. So I expect them to set up this way. And uh, with Dortmund having a look ahead to Champions League coming midweek, I think that favors Stuttgart as well on the road here. But we're not even touching that. We're just looking at under three. It's set at three, which is nice. So you're getting a little bit of that Bundesliga tax on the half goal. So if it does come to three, um, you can push out. But this feels like a 2-0, 1-0 to me. We're just taking the under three in Dortmund, Stuttgart. Yeah, Dev, always like the under three, like having that nice round number that you can push on. All right, Jordan. Well, that is our Bundesliga play for you guys. We got one more for you. We're moving over to Assyria, where we have a really interesting matchup. Two top four teams in the league here. We have Roma hosting Napoli. Uh, Roma in this one, 
home dogs of a quarter of a goal. Total is set at 2.5. Jordan, everybody loves Napoli. This is, uh, I love Napoli. They're fun to watch. We've cashed all on their goal totals a lot this season, um, but they're going into Rome, very hostile environment. Some might say this is a six-pointer with both of these teams in the top four of the league. Yeah, that's right, Deb. This should be a very fun one. Roma sitting four points behind Napoli in the table in fourth. Um, Yeah, look, I love Napoli, too. Everyone loves Napoli. They're so fun to watch. We we enjoy the fact that not only do they win and get great results, they play great football that's fun to watch. And so, yeah, they're a fan favorite. And, uh, you know, not a lot of people watch Serie A comparatively to other leagues, but they're making themselves known through the Champions League as well. So you love to see it. They're firing on all fronts. But, you know, some people might not realize that Roma also are doing quite well this season. Maybe not quite as shiny, but when you look into the underlying numbers, you might see that Roma are actually pretty much on par with Napoli in a lot of categories. Uh, They're stout defensively. While they're not maybe as, you know, pragmatic as maybe people expect from a Jose Mourinho side with the bus parking and whatnot, they do allow teams to come onto them somewhat, but they don't give you much in terms of scoring opportunities. Uh, in terms of Serie A, they've allowed the fewest big chances to any opponent this season. So that's an important stat. They've also played much tougher teams than Napoli. Of Napoli's 10 games, eight of them have come in teams below 10th, so bottom half of the table. Roma have faced some of those teams as well, but also many in the top half of the table. So the fact that they're putting up similar numbers here and Roma are doing it against tougher opposition makes me think that that four-point difference is probably pretty fair and that there will be some regression here and Roma can probably catch Napoli at some point if they keep playing as well as they have been. We also know Jose Mourinho loves to be in the limelight, Dev. He's not liking the fact that everyone's talking about Napoli and aren't talking about his team, who are doing almost as well Uh, in what he'll argue are much tougher games. So this is a great spot for Jose, Dev. This is a classic Mourinho spot here. The top team coming to town, toast of the league, and Jose's going to try and get a result here, Dev. And I have to say, this might make people squeamish, but that's the play. We're going to take Roma as a home dog of a quarter of a goal here, Dev, because I think they're going to play spoiler to Napoli. Yeah, George, this uh, Roma team at home, very, very good. They're top of the league in terms of expected goal differential, expected goals, and expected goals allowed at home this season. So, look, this is what Jose loves. He loves to be at home, and he loves to um, play spoiler. Now, I should say, the best team on the road, according to these metrics, the expected goal metrics we like to talk about, differential and that stuff, is Napoli. So... By some numbers, these are the best two teams in the league. And for me, then you start to look at it circumstantially, right? You say, okay, zoom out a little bit. In the table right now, let's see the standings. We have Napoli on top, 26 points, Roma in fourth with 22. So they're four points behind them. Jose knows he cannot lose this game. If they lose this game, they're seven points behind the leaderboard. It's going to be really hard for them to claw back. If they can get a result, if they can get a point, that's going to be massive for them just to stay alive. I mean, if they can get three, all the better. With that in mind, I just feel like he's going to set up, like you said, to to not lose this game. 
stymie Napoli's attack and try to hit them on the counter. Um, Roma are at home here. Amazing record at home. This feels like another unders game. I know we've talked about Napoli's goal-scoring prowess, how incredible they are. But when there's this much riding on it, I feel like it's going to be really tight. Roma's going to play ugly. They're going to muck up the game. They're going to try to get in guys' faces. It's going to be disgusting to watch, in my opinion. But that's what <laughs> the way he plays. And uh, getting that part of a goal at home when you think it's an unders game, it's just the value you have to go with. I mean, we're going to go with the quarter, right? We're going to take the plus a quarter of a goal. It's coming to minus 120. Uh, you can also take this as a pick, you know, a draw, no bet. Say Roma wins this. Um, if it's a draw, then, you know, you push out. And that's coming in at plus 115. We're going to go with that quarter of a goal. Um, a couple things about this. Roma have no losses in three games. Um, <laughs> Napoli have 10 wins in a row. So that's a scary number. They're really hot right now. But the, like you said, this is just a Jose spot. It just feels like that way. He's going to see that record and want that to come to an end. So I think Roma, the dog here in a close game, is the way to go. Yeah, Dev, we're going to see some regression, I think, uh, towards the goals. Even in Syria, uh, it hasn't quite followed the trend that we've seen, certainly in the EPL and a little bit in La Liga in, in many spots. But I think that could be coming, and this would be one of those classic games where the public's like, oh, Napoli, goals, goals, goals. Not so fast. Uh, this this could be an unders play, um, but I wouldn't want to bet that because Napoli has such firepower, and so do Roma. Roma score a fair amount of goals themselves, especially at home here. Those 10 Napoli wins, yeah, that can look pretty intimidating, but again, eight of those wins came against teams in the bottom half of the table. So little adjustment for opponents there. This is a different test, and uh, it'll be one that's interesting to see if they can pass we're thinking that Roma and Jose can get at least a draw out of this, Dev, and the official play will be Roma, quarter of a goal dogs at home. Right on, Jor. Well, that's going to wrap up our show for you guys. That's five official plays, and um, I think there's something we got to do before we get out of here, Jord. We do indeed, Dev, because it's one thing to talk about these matches, but it's quite another to put our money where our mouths are and pay the bookie. Chuck, I'm going to tell you something. You have that fucking 200 in my hands tomorrow. If you ain't got the 200 in my fucking hands tomorrow, I'll break every fucking bone in your body. That's right. Let's get our tickets in hand here, George. The first game we're taking a look at in the EPL, we're taking Man United getting the double chance plus half a goal at Chelsea. Um, look, we already laid out the case for you. Man United, double chance. Also on Saturday, we have Manchester City hosting Brighton and Hove Albion. We're taking City win to nil here. That's coming in minus 110. Uh, City win to nil at home against Brighton. And then on Sunday, we have Tottenham hosting Newcastle. Once again, we're taking Newcastle plus a half a goal here, minus 120. Um, that price could be shifting. I can't really tell you which way it's going to go, but we're going to lock it in here. Uh, Newcastle double chance, minus 120. Over in the Bundesliga, we have Dortmund hosting Stuttgart. We're going to take under three in this one. That's coming in minus 115. Dortmund Stuttgart under three. And then finally, over in Serie on Sunday, Roma hosting Napoli. Roma getting a quarter of a goal plus 0.25 on the Asian handicap. And that's our card, Jord. That's our card. Five plays. Look forward to seeing you guys cashing at the window.
Indeed, Dev. And I will just say for the La Liga fans out there, if you'd like a little lean, a little La Linga, <laughs> I've got one for you. Don't sleep on Athletic Bilbao getting a full goal on the road at Barcelona. This is a fade the public play, but it's a good spot. And it's backed up with some data here. This Bilbao team, no slouches. Full goals too much. It's too much. Yeah, Jor Will, we love our dogs this week, so um, I'm sure we'll see all the favorites cruise because that's the way gambling works. <laughs> but um, I feel good about all the plays. I'd rather be on a dog than a favorite in soccer where goals and points are so hard to come by. Yeah, I'm with you, Dev. I'm with you. So thanks to the listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends about the show. Thank you for following our social media handles and uh, jumping in our Discord. If you haven't done all that yet, the links are in the description on your podcast app. And uh, if you haven't written a review for us yet, do consider doing so. It really helps the show to gain some visibility and traction. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow this thing. So yes, guys, five official plays. Let's cash. Let's make some money. Make some money, people. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.